What's going on, guys? I want to thank TopNotchOdds.com. Great new online sports book, and they're growing fast for a very good reason. They're trusted, easy to use. It's very easy to get your money in, very easy to get your money out. I recently made a Bitcoin deposit. It was in there within minutes, and I used one of the great rollover features, and uh, I'm rocking and rolling. It's it's never been easier, and they have so many great games, live bets, bets uh, before the game, so on and so forth. doesn't matter uh, if you're using a website right now or a sports book right now. I highly recommend getting multiple sports books involved in your repertoire. It helps to shop around. It's going to save you tons of money over the long run if you shop around and if you do add one i highly recommend that being topnotchodds.com if you do sign up please use promo code sharp edge so they know that we sent you over there and uh, once again topnotchodds.com online on twitter at topnotchodds what's going on welcome into the sharp angle podcast on today's show, NBA Tuesday. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, so there have recently been some uh, some talk about some changes happening in the NBA for the playoffs. Whether it's uh, reseeding, a tournament, so on and so forth. Three major changes that were proposed by Adam Silver and the NBA board that they're going to discuss this year, changing NBA for the future. So I'll discuss those three changes today and what the NBA may look like if those three things end up coming to fruition. Change number one, uh, they're going to reseed the top four teams in the playoffs to be the top four best teams in the NBA. So they're going to keep the East and West overall. This is a very different solution than reseeding every NBA team 1 through 16. That seemed a little bit too radical for Adam Silver, and he noted that there would be likely a lot of uh, travel concerns, right? If you're getting a ton of East Coast and West Coast teams playing in the first, then second, then third round, that can really add up to a lot of airline miles that you're that you're putting on these guys' bodies. So it's not going to be every team 1 through 16 is reseeded, just the top four. So this is meant to split up the top-heavy East or West or however, however it may shake out. Uh, the top four teams would be reseeded 1-2 and 1-2 in the East and West based on uh, overall record in the regular season. So this essentially, is, again, guarantees the best teams will end up in the Final Four. If there's four dominant teams, you're not going to get... Remember when uh, Oklahoma State played Houston in the Western Conference Finals and Houston beat them in seven games? And then... Um, or was it... Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Houston and Golden State. I don't know if I said Oklahoma City or not. Houston and Golden State. Golden State, I think, won in seven games. And then they went and swept the Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, what this reseeding is meant to do is to even things out so you don't get great matchups in the conference finals and then duds for the finals. So you're going to get the four best teams at the end of the year with this scenario. I like it. I think it makes a whole lot of sense. You're not sacrificing the whole makeup of the playoffs, and it's not that different than what we have right now, but the top four teams separating them, I think is a very good option. So I like the first uh, the first change, reseeding the one through four teams in the playoffs. Change number two, there will be, well, if this passes, there will be a mid-season tournament that involves all 30 teams. 
Now, this is meant to grow the sport both locally and internationally. Locally, it's meant to grow the sport uh, on the East Coast because there's not a whole lot of teams in the East right now who are realistically fighting for playoffs, fighting for NBA titles. So the, the fan base loses interest. And what stats are showing is that fans are actually getting involved and following their teams more and more just on social media. But they don't want to watch full games anymore because there's really quote-unquote, nothing to play for. There's no real reason to watch you know, the Atlanta Hawks or whoever you want to name in the Eastern Conference right now who don't have much of a chance to make the finals this year. So it's meant to grow locally, the sport, but internationally, this is common in soccer where you have multiple kind of tournaments and games going on within one year. You, there, there's multiple levels of competition. I know in, in international soccer, in, in European soccer, they have two European local competitions. There's one England competition and then the local soccer leagues they play in. I mean, sometimes you're playing in like five tournaments during the year at the same time as one regular season. And what will happen, and my concern actually, is what you see happening in those sports. And this is why I don't really like this that much, is it takes the focus for some teams off of the regular season. And you're going to have some teams who are really focused on this playoffs or on this tournament, whatever you want to say, and they want to win the tournament. And if teams are 500 or not looking like they're going to be that good, well, hey, we can still go win that tournament and and have this season mean something. So I think it would devalue the regular season for many teams who wouldn't be good anyway. And I think it would be a bit of a fatigue issue. If you're playing a whole tournament right in the middle of the season before the All-Star break, it's going to be a fatigue issue for a lot of guys. Right now we see... Kawhi Leonard, uh, you know, guys like LeBron James. LeBron got hurt last year for the first time in his career. Uh, Kawhi Leonard this year, load management. He's sitting out back-to-backs and a lot of other games that he just doesn't want to play. So I think more games in the middle of the year would be a bit of an issue. But you got to commend the M- or got to give it to the NBA for trying something different and uh, trying to grow the uh, grow the sport a little bit. All right, the last thing they're going to try and do is add play-in games for the playoffs. So what this would do right now is take the 7, 8, 9, and 10 seeds and have a four-team playoff to determine the 8 seed in each conference. So the 7 seed in this scenario, the 7 would play the 8, the 9 would play the 10. Whoever wins between the 7 and 8 would be advanced to the kind of the finals, if you will, of this little tournament. The loser would play the winner of the 9-10 game, and then the winner of that game would face the winner of the original 7-8 game to, for a chance to go to the playoffs as the 8 seed. So essentially, it's a 7-8, 9-10 uh, advantage to the 7-8 seed because they obviously had a better regular season, and the winner of that little mini tournament would get the 8 seed, probably the right to get their asses kicked by the number one overall seed. Um this is meant to avoid tanking. This has been cited to avoid tanking. Now, I don't like this last rule for several reasons. First of all, I don't think it will help tanking. I think there would be just as many teams tanking at the end of the year because this is still only 7, 8, 9, 10. There's still multiple teams at the end of the standings who are going to want to tank and take advantage of that. But also, 
I think you're going to get tired teams. And it was my same reason I didn't love the midseason tournament. If you're asking four teams to play a mini tournament before the playoffs start, that's a huge disadvantage for teams who already aren't as good as the one seed, two seed, so on and so forth. So I don't like that last rule because I don't think it's going to avoid tanking. I think you still get teams who tank. And frankly, I think you get some worn out legs as well. So the three rules, reseeding the one through four seeds in the playoffs, the midseason tournament, and the play-in games at the end of the year or the proposed changes this year in the NBA. Quick podcast today. We'll be back tomorrow with the college football playoff for Rivalry Week coming up this weekend. Talk to you then on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.